You're listening to The Quad, a Killjoys podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie. And I'm Annie. And I'm Chris. We're talking about the second episode of Killjoys, The Sugar Point Run. While we will talk about anything and everything from that episode, there won't be any spoilers for future episodes. First, we're going to give our quick reviews, and then we'll talk about notable elements as well as stuff that made us happy. And we'll conclude by discussing the questions we have after watching this week's episode. So let's get started with our quick reviews. I really liked it. I'm glad we got to see the whole team work together with Davin and Johnny and Dutch. And Davin kind of being part of the team, even if Dutch was kind of reluctant about it. And we got to discover more about their team dynamic. I liked it too. And similarly, I'm glad we got to find out more about all the characters. And, you know, there was sort of like a, a fun little action sequency thing going on. Mm-hmm. Again, I really liked this. I'm really digging this show. I think this show is a lot of fun. And I, I really like seeing our three our three Killjoys. I guess Davin isn't technically Killjoys yet, but the three members of, of the team working together. I thought, again, it was a little dense with world-building information. I definitely will need to go back and take some notes. But it's a really interesting world that they're building, so I'm okay with a lot of information being thrown at me at once. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because we got this sense that Davin, now that he's not on the slave ship, he has to get paper somehow, which I guess he gets through having a job of some kind. So I thought that was an interesting element. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like in this kind of regimented government with the company that you have to have papers. Otherwise, you're, you know, going to go back on the slave ship or something. You have to be like official. And we had this el- this language of illegal being thrown at him. And so it's not, it doesn't seem like it's about being able, I guess it's kind of similar to citizenship because he was saying he doesn't have papers for any planet, westerly or anything. And the way to getting those papers was finding employment in some regard. So I wonder if then, say, like you get papers through being a miner or whatever, what that means as to does does the mining company then have some sort of ownership of you? It, how exactly does getting papers through employment work? Well, yeah, and it didn't sound like the most desirable job, so it almost sounded like they're slaves again until they get papers and they got to pay off a debt again, like being on the on the on the fight ship. We got a voice message from Denise with some feedback about this episode. Here is what Denise had to say. Hi, this is Denise at MVGhost005, offering some quick thoughts on the Killjoys episode, episode two. I thought it was another fantastic episode, right out of the gate, fast-paced, all the way through. Uh, the world building was fantastic. I, I like how we went to Westerly and, and saw what I call the Mad Max Fury Road side of Westerly. I really enjoyed Lucy and seeing Lucy's capabilities and her interaction with the crew. That was really rather neat. I like how they established the Diavan Dutch relationship interaction. Really enjoyed that. I also really was intrigued that for all of Dutch's uh, pronouncements about rules and regulations with Kildreds, that on the side, she is some sort of part assassin where she works all these secret missions in response to these red boxes that she receives from that mysterious gray-haired guy. And if we follow the Michelle Lovretta, Emily Andrus formula, that's probably her father. But anyway, that's my 
thoughts on the episode two, which is, I say again, another fantastic episode. Thank you, Denise, for sending that in. I I agree with you on a lot of your points. I think, Chris, you pointed out that the situation on that sugar point, that part of Westerly, does seem to be a lot like Fury Road. I did. I did tweet that (laughs) during the live tweet when the episode was airing. But I did have a question about a comment that you made, Denise, about finding out that Dutch seems to be an assassin on the side. I don't think that's what they were implying. Did y'all get that impression? I kind of did. No, it seemed like a past life kind of thing. Like she had been Mm -hmm. doing that and was trying to escape it. That was what I thought, too, because last episode when she interacted with, we now have a name for the gray-haired man. His name is Klein, though it's spelled interestingly, K-H-L-Y-E-N. And it seemed like she hadn't seen him in a very long time. So I think he trained her, but then she escaped from him. Right. And because they made a huge deal in the first episode about how Dutch doesn't kill people unless it's Mm self-defense. They made a big deal out of it. But now she's going and sticking knives in people's hands, asking why Klein wants him dead, and why is she still feeling obligated to do his bidding? But she's not doing his bidding. She's trying to find out what's going on. Okay. Yeah. If she's doing his bidding, that guy would be dead already. It's true. Yeah. That was my take on it too, Chris, that she couldn't ignore the box, but she doesn't want to kill people. So her response was to figure out what exactly was going on to maybe get to Klein. That's my that's my thought about it. Right, because uh-huh. I think Klein said that she had a week to complete the task. So mm-hmm. Right. And I think we found out, because they said something about how Davin's been on the ship for a week, so it's been nearly a week, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that was really interesting. I was not... I was curious all week how she was going to deal with that box put in front of her, and I like the tack that she's taking. Mm-hmm. I mean... Sticking a hand, a knife in somebody's hand. Okay, you know, maybe she could do it a bit more gently, but I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this seems like this whole time from that she's been with Johnny, she's never told him anything about it. No. Right. That is kind of an interesting twist to it, too, is that she hasn't told Johnny about any of this, apparently. Mm-hmm. And she's not telling him now, even though... Well, that's what I mean. They clearly have a whole lot of trust for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Is she is she ashamed of this part of her? Is she just is she trying to protect Johnny by not telling him? But yeah, it's it's definitely notable that she's keeping him out of that whole situation. I can see though given their relationship that she's trying to protect him maybe. I was going to say from what we've seen, I I would think it's sort of a combination of those things cuz it does seem like she's trying to dissociate herself from that experience, right? Mhm. Mm-hmm. This whole being adamant about not killing people, not taking killer for hire work, essentially, even though she's qualified for. Yeah, which is interesting, even though she's trained for it. Well, but I mean, the Killjoy's ranking system, I think she's a level five Killjoy, which means that she can take level five warrants, which means, you know, killing people, but she won't take them. So yeah, her morality is very interesting. We saw some of that this episode, too, where there was a situation where Dutch and Davin get stuck in that building with the group of... of uh, sugar pointers. Yeah, yeah sugar pointers. I was trying to figure out how to, how to phrase that. <laughs> the locals. And, uh, you know, Davin 
is just like threatening to kill everybody. Uh-huh. And so then Dutch just knocks out Davin, which is a good move because I would think that would yeah. instill yeah. some trust in in the people who have guns trained on you. Yep. Yeah, and diffuses the situation so they don't yep. don't all get shot. And I liked that because you have Davin coming into the situation. We know he's a soldier. Obviously, he's trained. I I trust that he has a sense that he knows what he's talking about when he's warning her about there's so many places where snipers can hit us. I know that he's skilled, but he does not have the experience operating as a bounty hunter that Dutch has. He's going to take the tactical approach. She seems to be more willing to. Sometimes you get flies better with honey than vinegar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that situation, you know, she shows some kindness to this old woman who's in, you know, in in um withdrawal thank you who's in withdrawal giving her some drugs and and that gets her some trust from the locals who then essentially she pays off with davin's pack for more information which is smart as opposed to shooting them which gets you nothing mm-hmm. yeah. this will get yeah. you the information that you need so yeah yeah they had inf- good information to give them and davin wouldn't have gotten it if he had shot them but later on obviously we see that Davin's approach worked pretty well in that situation dealing with Rio. So I liked, and then Johnny was the one who came and kind of saved their butts. So I like that you really get to see how their different skill sets can fit together mm-hmm. in making a good team. Yes. Yay. <laughs> it just kind of makes me happy. I really like teamwork. I, I, this is a show with a female lead, and I, I know a lot of people get disappointed when they feel like female characters need to be saved or, you know, a male character takes over. But I think teamwork is a really important piece of mixed gender shows because the important piece to me, at least, is not necessarily that the woman saves the day every time, but just that she's part of the team. She's capable. She's not always being the one who's being saved, but she can save people. And sometimes her friends help her. And I really like the teamwork approach to to this type of storytelling. Yeah, they all have different skill sets. And the writing is smart enough to show them all off in different ways within the same episode to mm-hmm. show how they can all work well together, especially at the beginning when Johnny is so reluctant to let Davin go on the mission with Dutch or, you know, he says, use his skill, use his skill set. But, you know, Dutch is so reluctant to trust him. That's what I meant. But it shows up later that it's needed. So everything works out and it just shows that leads into the discussion at the end of the episode of Davin becoming a killjoy. So. And we got to see Johnny being just really smart. You know, Mm -hmm. he's outnumbered by these very, ruthless and very strong men so he lures them on board and sucks out the oxygen and hopefully he just knocked them out maybe he killed them i wasn't clear on that part but hopefully he just knocked him out <laughs> can we talk about the relationship between johnny and lucy which is awesome lucy is like the fourth killjoy and the more i see of her per, her responses the more i like her I just lost my engine, you know, the sublight engines or whatever. She's very polite to inform them what's, you know, what's wrong with her. (laughs) More crap's about to come down. I like the way that they're phrasing her dialogue. It's not just engines down. It's like, I have lost my, I like that they are kind of, I like that they are personifying her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little different. I like it. Yeah. Especially when Johnny's getting thrown around by that one scavenger. 
you seem in distress, John. <laughs> Can I like, help? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Lucy moment, though, this episode was where there was this big jolt in the ship and Davin falls out of bed. And then Lucy says, sharp turn ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was my favorite, too. <laughs> but I love seeing how the like shifting dynamics between the three of them, because we see when they're about to, I think it's when they're about to get shot at by the guy, or maybe when it, yeah, it's when they're about to get shot out from, shot at from the scavenger on the ground. And, you know, Dutch tells him to do this one thing. Davin tells him to do this other thing. Johnny's just trying to make a decision and tells them to shut up, <laughs> you know, and, and that transitions into Dutch not wanting to go with Davin because she trusts Johnny. She doesn't trust Davin and Davin not wanting to leave Johnny alone because of this dangerous situation. It's just really interesting to see all of these elements of how they feel about each other emerge in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's a lot of having to sort of, I guess, trust somebody through the transitive property <laughs> is sort yeah. of what ends up mm-hmm. having to happen just because like Dutch trusts Johnny and Johnny trusts Davin and, and the opposite of that. But Dutch and Davin don't know each other. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah. they seem really shady to each other. So it's sort of interesting to to work with that dynamic and and i think i think this is maybe the only way that this could have resolved is the two of them have to go out and work together yeah to have that certainty i guess that they're going to watch each other's backs yeah i'm looking forward to see how that relationship will continue to develop and how much uh dutch will trust davin but I don't know, since she doesn't even want to tell Johnny about her mysterious past. So I think he's lower on the trust scale. But sometimes I I wonder, though, if she might tell Davin first, because sometimes when you're closer with somebody, you don't want you want to protect them. She's more likely to want to protect Do- Johnny. Mm-hmm. But if she needs help from somebody, she might go to Davin first if she trusts him enough. And also just to, I think preserve that person's idea of you like you don't want that tainted that Hmm. that sense of safety or whatever i guess that's true yeah for sure she's going about it by herself right now but i do wonder if she needs help in the future if she might not go to davin first well and you wonder how much johnny might find out about it because he asked dutch straight out why did you up the security mode on the ship and she said well i didn't trust your brother but it's probably because of you know, her missions with, um, how do you pronounce his name? Klein. 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 So I don't know if Johnny might inadvertently dig in there and find something out he doesn't want to about Dutch or about her past. I found the whole situation in Sugar Point really interesting, too, that the company had wiped out these workers who were striking for better conditions mm-hmm. and just left people there uh, as punishment. The scavengers reminded me a tiny, tiny bit of the Reavers on Firefly, though obviously they're not nearly as horrible and terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, but they still slice people up. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew with the yeah. people scavengers. Yeah. Ew, 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 ew. ew, ew, ew. 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 Yeah. yeah. If you'd seen Fury Road, there's definite Mad Max influence, I think. Mm. So we talked a little bit about some of the things that made us happy, namely Lucy. Again, I love Lucy. I love Lucy, too. But I also really liked that exchange that Davin and Johnny had where Davin asks him, who is she, your partner or your boss? Like, my partner. Boss. 
partner boss, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, accurate. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, part of me asks, what's wrong with her being his boss, Davin? <laughs> but maybe it's just that he described her as his partner before and he's trying to make her see that she's being bossy. But well, sometimes a partner boss is fine. Sometimes you need to be a person bossed around. I need to be bossed around a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes me wonder what their dynamic is and if it would ever reach a point where Johnny wouldn't do what Dutch wanted to or how loyal it are. And what is their relationship like and how loyal is he to her? You know, they're very close, but would it ever reach a point where he wouldn't do what she said? I mean, that kind of happened last episode. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. But more <laughs> in the future. So, Did y'all catch the Wilhelm screen? Oh, I totally did. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Come on. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Which, if people listening do not know, the Wilhelm scream is a famous sound effect that first appeared in a movie a long time ago when a a guy his name was like Private Wilhelm, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was like yeah, in the got thirties or something. Yeah, long, long time ago. Got shot and made this ah, yeah. kind of scream. <laughs> and it, it shows up in a lot of things. Most famous every, like, like Star every Wars. Star yeah. Wars and mm -hmm. yeah. And Spielberg's films like an Indiana Jones and things like that. Yep. But I giggle whenever I hear it. <laughs> Me too. It's such a funny scream. I can't take it seriously. I know. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder now if that's licensed. It's like, oh, we have to pay so many dollars to use this scream in our show. <laughs> or if it's just stock sound. Uh, either way, it's awesome to hear it. I really want to know if this other scream that I often hear has a name. What's it sound it's, like? It's, um, it's like, ah, ah. Ah. I don't it's, know that one. <laughs> I'd, have to, I'd have to play it for you. But it's in Buffy when when Darla gets doused with the holy water in like the first or second episode, must be episode two. She makes this scream. I hear it a lot as a sound effect in movies and TV. Hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll try to find a clip and play it so I can do a better... <laughs> I can't do a good impression. It's hard to imitate screams. <laughs> Especially if you're... Without actually screaming. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh, dear. So, another thing that made me happy, which we kind of talked about already, but Dutch's compassion. I like that they're making it like a really prominent characteristic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was a bit more of a hard ass in this episode toward Davin, but we still got to see she had a lot of compassion. For a moment, I wondered what she would do when... The brother, I can't remember his name, but the Rio's brother mm -hmm. went back to the site of his childhood home and was saying, you know, my sister turned into a mean person. Look what she did to me. She just wants to cut me open. There was a moment where I thought she might be swayed by him. Mm -hmm. But then they all got shot. So, yeah. Yeah. But I liked that there was that beat mm -hmm. in the acting that this was not an easy decision for Dutch to make. But then she had to remind herself, you know, the warrant is all. Orders are orders. I have to do this. Yeah. By the way, that was a really neat weapon that they got shot with. The, yeah. Yeah. That was cool effects. The stun this, guns? Yeah. That was cool. Mm -hmm. uh, again, this show, uh, stuff that makes me happy, this show is beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's moments, especially when Johnny is working in Lucy. W oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit, people. It's, it's a shit. accurate. It's, it's accurate. true. I know. When Johnny is working on Lucy's broken parts... <laughs> 
Uh, just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> There's all of these beautiful lights coming on and off around him. And it just, oh, it's so pretty. This show is so pretty. It really is. Yeah. And bright. It's pretty and it's bright. Mm -hmm. I yes. like it. I can see what's going on. Thank you. I like the whole action sequence at the end when Devin and Dutch rescued the uh, mayor's daughter. That was very well put mm -hmm. together. Although my question is, why does only Davin have goggles? They don't have two, so it made it a little more complicated getting Dutch out of there because she couldn't see for a few minutes. But Dutch but is such a badass; I, she doesn't need to I know, see. She doesn't need to. Yeah, I was like, nah, she knows where to shoot. So, yeah, I had that thought too. Like Dutch didn't have goggles, but it might have just been a way for them to show how highly skilled and trained Dutch is. Mm -hmm. The fact that she had memorized the layout oh, and yeah, that's right. navigate it without seeing. And they did give away one of those survival packs. So maybe they were short a pair. I was going to say. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, my headcanon is now, Dutch said, here, you take them. I don't need them. <laughs> yes. Because I've already <laughs> memorized everything. Yes. You take them. I'm good. I got it. Took me 0.02 seconds. That was kind of awesome, though, with Davin, like, climbing up the uh, scaffolding and... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a quality action sequence, I yeah. thought. I also enjoyed the action sequence where Johnny was trying to evade that big guy. Yeah. Why does Johnny Sturgis. keep getting into fistfights? I know, poor Johnny. I don't know. I kept going, he, ow, he doesn't ow. seem to. He doesn't seem to excel at them. He seems to be really good at defensive moves. He's very good at do dodging and ducking. But as far as hitting people, he doesn't seemed to be the greatest at that what it, he ended up using his what did he call it he's like peace blowtorch accepted Pe oh yeah blowtorch <laughs> blowtorch peace blowtorch blow blow but yeah it's a plasma yeah. torch or something i think they said yeah but I, he ended up using that did he just melt that guy's face I know, what, what did he, hold, what did he hold up at the end the outline of the guy's head or something it was rather disturbing i but yeah was that his know. hat i was i, was I thought confused. it was just like the remains of the guy's face or something face yeah mm. it did not look very pretty no no i was a little surprised to see the type of body count we got in this episode given that in the first episode they established that dutch does not like to kill people mm. unless she has to in self-defense so yeah yes yeah well and there was a lot of self-defense to be had because that was a very dangerous place they were in I did have a moment where I considered, how do I feel about Rio being blown up by Davin retweaking her missile? Because I was thinking, because she was a victim of the company. Mm -hmm. That was terrible what the company did. Yeah. But then she was planning to launch the missile into Old Town and probably kill a lot of innocent people herself. So uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know how I feel. Maybe Davin just figured it was the quickest, easiest way to get this missile off the market. And they had to get out of there. But I did like Johnny's line about, hello, this is your direct cruise direction. Yeah. <laughs> if you do not want to be vaporized into a spray of mist, Goo, please I put think down it, your weapons. Into a gooey mess. Oh, gooey, I think yeah. that's what he said. That was a great line. <laughs> and he was all cheeky when he said it. Johnny has some good lines. Yeah. But I don't Johnny think and Lucy are our comedy team, it seems like. Yes, are they we are. shipping Johnny and Lucy, by the way? Yeah. It's just as friends. Okay. Just as friends. But it's still a ship ship, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> a ship ship. Does it get a name? There was a discussion on, on Twitter. <laughs> what are we going to name the Johnny and Lucy ship? My first instinct was Looney, but I don't think that's a good option. <laughs> mm. How about Johncy? 
I like John C. John C is better than Looney. Yeah. <laughs> Looney it? sounds like Looney Tunes. But, yeah. And it would be hard to know how it was pronounced by the spelling, L-U-N-N-Y. That just looks like Lunny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with John C. Okay. So, obviously, Lucy's got some hardware, some weapons. Have we seen her use them yet in combat, besides her tow cable? I don't think so. Yeah. Nope. But, obviously, she's part of the Killjoys team and seems to be a really, really badass little ship, so that'd be kind of cool to see some... Maybe space dog fights. I love that entire first sequence, by the way. Mm, I like that they just dropped us into the middle of something fun and exciting like that. And, <laughs> and I like that, that kind of scraggly guy apparently listening to kind of hard rock music while stealing his stuff from his quarry. I, I just And yeah. drinking. Yeah. And drinking. But I just I love that whole sequence and and <laughs> and Johnny being like, Lucy can't take this. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, he cuts the cable and you think, well, shoot, what's, what are they going to do now? And then, no, Dutch is already on the ship. She's good. I figured yeah. that's what they were that's doing. That's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. And just gets him in one shot with the helmet. So and the guy's like, marry me. She's like, uh, no. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm loving the tone of the series. I just, I have a lot of fun watching it. There's mm -hmm. good jokes. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it so far. Same. Yeah. We got a little more information about Davin this week, but still questions, questions about Davin. Who is this doctor that he is trying to find and why? Yeah, why? Well, it made me think, is there something wrong with him? Mm. Possibly, but there's been no indication as such mm. yet. So maybe he's a she's a good therapist for yeah, his PTSD. True. He needs one. Hmm. Well, this was a random question earlier I had when we were talking about citizenship. So he was in the army for so many years, or the military forces. So mm -hmm. how come he doesn't have citizenship or papers after he gets out of the army? They just drop you, I guess, or the military. Well, that's what I find interesting. It seems like having papers is tied to occupation, mm. which is interesting. And also, yeah. we don't know where he was serving, because it seems like you have to have papers for every world or that's right or you know planetary system so mm -hmm. and that's why he was stuck on the ship he's like no 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 can't go off the ship if you don't have papers for westerly so that's a good point but i'm wondering now if he was like if he left the military because of you know what does that have to do with his dreams and what happened there that might have led to him having a you know level five warrant on him so i wonder if his past and why he has the warrant on him is connected Things to be revealed later this season, probably. Mm-hmm. And we got a little bit of a hint of how Dutch is dealing with Klein's return, but I'm curious how she's going to proceed. Obviously, it ends with, with her pinning this guy to the wall, knife in his hand, but how far will she go? I don't get the sense she's going to kill him, but if she doesn't, what will that lead to? Yeah, I'm just very fascinated with this how she's going to deal with this aspect of his return. Because seriously, what is Klein's deal? Yeah. yeah. What? Wh uh, we got a little bit more of a flashback where she's older and we're seeing her training. I still don't get the sense that he is her biological father. I feel like he found her someplace. But mm -hmm. where? What does that mean? Yeah. Why was she picked out of the crowd to be trained at such a young age? What did he see in her? And obviously he still knows how to find her. 
and how to sneak the little red boxes aboard Lucy. So, But did you notice the guy that she stabbed at the end had some sort of a tattoo on his hand or something? So I don't know if that means anything. Mm. I did not notice the hand tattoo, but something I did notice on rewatch of last episode as well as in this episode is that Davin has like a green dot behind one of his ears. That's the comm. Is that the comm? That's the comm, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure if it was a tattoo because I didn't notice it on Johnny. And obviously Dutch's hair is long, so it's hard to see. Pretty sure they indicated in the first episode that it was the comm. Okay, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. I've been watching it... Well, I had to re I had to watch this week's episodes on my just on my phone, so it's a very tiny screen, so I don't always get all the little details until later. <laughs> that would be problematic, yes. Yeah. Break out the magnifying glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. Send us your feedback to killjoys at askgenretv.com. Leave a message on our listener voicemail line, 972-514-7223, or you can record a voice memo with your smartphone and email it to us. We are on Twitter and Tumblr as Killjoys Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the quad. <laughs>